Welcome to 30 Minutes on 91.3 KXCI Tucson. I'm Amanda Shager. My guests today are Tanisha Phillips and Dana Moore. They're both part of Pima County Public Library's Kindred Team, which has launched a project called One Book, One Community. The first of its kind in Pima County, the program is focusing on Octavia Butler's award-winning Parable of the Sower, which marked its 25th anniversary this year. Welcome. Thank you for coming. Thanks Thanks for having us. Thank you. Tanisha and Dana, tell us more about the Kindred team. Well, Kindred came about because there is a need for more representation of people of color within the system, and, and we needed to do more outreach toward that community. And luckily, someone in admin, Amy Rusk, saw the need for this and invited us to uh, go ahead and form the team. Yeah, Dana and I were very fortunate to work together a few years ago at the Quincy Douglas Library. And, well, it was a new experience for me because I was a newer librarian. But what was really special about that was to have another coworker that was black and could understand some of the experiences that I had on desk with other coworkers, just being kind of one of a very small number of librarians in our library system and in librarianship as a whole. And so Dana and I could sit and have conversations and understand where the other person was coming from. And there was something really beautiful about that. And that was really the start of our friendship, our personal friendship, but also a great working relationship. And we always had these talks about like, wouldn't it be great if we could grow this, what you and I have? What if we started a team of black employees and we could have meetings and we could have conversation and we could support each other. It took us a little while to to make that come to fruition, but that really is kind of where the idea and the birth of Kindred came from. So roughly when did that start? Was that a year and a half? It was a year and a half, yes. but she and I worked together. Ooh, ages ago. Yeah, it was about four years ago. So the idea has been percolating, you know, marinating for years, but it really kind of grew. And uh, we started recruiting members and having meetings about a little over a year ago. It's been a very. great year. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Very productive. Yes, we're very excited. Yeah. Well, tell us more about One Book, One Community. We thought it would be great if we introduced the community to a black author and we kind of went back and forth about who that author would be and then when we picked the author what would the book be and the idea being if you're like me I like to read in my sweet spot which is mystery right Mm -hmm. and so I don't tend to read outside of that on my own like I really have to be pushed for that and so we thought this was a great way to introduce our community to an incredible black author but also show our support for this really incredible title that was celebrating a milestone. And so we applied for a grant. Mm -hmm. We talked the idea with the team. We were lucky to be able to apply for an LSTA grant and we were awarded funds and that was how we were able to take this idea and really run with it, purchase books, which are the books that folks have been able to pick up and make part of their own library since December. And really kind of all of the things we've been able to do since then have have come from the grant funds we received. Yeah. What was the discussion like in selecting Octavia Butler? Did it start with the naming of the team? It did. 
it's funny to me because it made me think of when we, Tanisha and I, first started working at Quincy Douglas. At the time, the branch manager was black like us. And her name was Elva Smith-White, wonderful woman. They need to have a library named after her, just the greatest. One day, just out of the blue, she had asked me, do you, do you ever read Octavia Butler? And I'm like, I don't, I don't know who that is. I mean, I read, obviously. I work in a library. <laughs> I love books. Books are great, awesome. But I didn't know who this particular woman was. And I'm not a big sci-fi person. I like nonfiction. But anyway, all these years, fast forward, what, four, eight six years, whatever it is later, we had our inaugural meeting and we were trying to come up with a title and we didn't want it to be boring. We didn't want it to be, oh, like Black Caucus or, you know, some, you know, yeah, just something with some flair, you know. And um, I heard Elva's voice because I was thinking she would be, <laughs> she would be so proud of us if she could see us now and, you know, know what we were trying to accomplish so I heard her voice saying hey have you ever read Octavia Butler and I think also at the time wasn't the U of A doing something with this so it just was like oh well we don't have to keep it maybe it's a little cheesy but why don't we just call ourselves kindred that'll be our working title and everybody said okay that's cool and then what few months go by I think we revisited the idea of coming up with a name and it just felt right so we 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 kept it Thanks, Elva. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think, you know, also, in addition to it being one of Octavia's pieces of work, if you think about the definition of the word kindred, it very much applied to the idea of our team and what we wanted to accomplish and mm-hmm. what our goal was. And so the name just fit. You know, Dana has great ideas. She <laughs> her, her brain is just full of all of these amazing things. And sometimes she'll say things and I'm like, yes. And in that moment, we all were like, yeah, I think that I think we're going to keep this. And we agreed that it would be working. But I think in that moment, we knew Kindred was our name. Octavia Butler was someone we felt inspired by and wanted to do something with for our first really big project. Actually, something else that's kind of funny, too. I know it's going to sound sort of weird, but there is a popular picture of her on the Internet. It's in black and white and in color, but she's wearing this really loud, busy, paisley shirt. And just a few months before the team started, I ordered, I saw this shirt in a catalog and I thought, oh my God, that's so obnoxious. <laughs> what a loud, <laughs> busy shirt. I need it. So I, <laughs> I bought it and then I was just, you know, looking through some stuff one day about her, you know, online. And I saw a picture of her in color wearing that shirt. I swear to God, it's the same shirt. It's meant to be. It's meant to be. What have been some of the steps of the One Book, One Community so far? We've done a lot of work. It wasn't just, okay, we're going to order this book and we're just going to give it out and then we'll just talk about it one day. We have worked really hard at promoting this project, including branches, getting community support behind us, but also as a team, making sure we're checking in with each other and like, we know this is a big project. We know it's a lot of work. Are you still feeling invested? Are you still excited? How can we help each other continue to stay focused on what the goal is and also still feel excited? I mean, I'm I'm reading the book for the first time, which is which has been a really great experience. And so I'm excited, one, to have meetings with my kindred team members, but also with the community to talk about this book and just hear different perspectives about it. You know, I'm I'm almost done with the first segment that we're going to be talking about for the first discussion. And I have to say, I love it. I think it's great. But 
Octavia, I don't know. She must have had some sort of mystical powers or something because it feels like sort of like we're living in what she has predicted in this book. I mean, obviously not that bad, (laughs) but you could see the potential for, you know, things to go down that slope. So I think it's really great that we help people see the parallels between what she had written and what we're actually living today. You're listening to 30 Minutes on 91.3 KXCI Tucson. And my guests today are Tanisha Phillips and Dana Moore. They're part of the Pima County Public Library's Kindred team. In fact, they're the founders, (laughs) as we've just learned. And they have launched One Book, One Community. I think it's really cool that both of you, as you're inviting the community to participate in this project, this is a new book for both of you to read. And I think that gives it a really neat discovery. Yeah, I, I, it's that idea that, you know, there's there's so many great books out there. And in a perfect world, we would have enough time to read every single one of them, right, and have great, meaningful conversations with each other about them. And while that's not, you know, realistic, it is amazing that for some of us in the team, we're discovering this book for the first time. And so, like I said, I'm really looking forward, one, to having conversations with the community about the book but like even Dana and I have been texting each other like (laughs) oh my gosh can you believe this is happening (laughs) um you know we've had really great and fun conversations via text about the book and and so I'm just excited to do that in person with our community so it'll be great I think I know it will be great yeah it is there I was just reading something the other day in the book I don't remember what chapter it was in and I don't even remember what exactly was going on but the main character Lauren she said, oh, my gosh, what planet are you from? And that's something I say all the time. <laughs> and I thought, Lauren is me. This is the character that I identify with. Like, oh, my gosh, I hope everything is good with her in the end. I don't know how it ends just yet, but I definitely so far identify with Lauren. Mm-hmm. She's great. And it's a beautiful thing for me as an almost 40-year-old black woman to be discovering these authors and making these connections later in my life um, when I didn't have those opportunities when I was younger. And so I'm feeling really thankful for that. I had the opportunity last year to go to Huntington Library in Pasadena and they have some pieces of her work on display. And I just sat there and I had this moment where I was, I just like had chills and I didn't know how to articulate what I was feeling, but I was feeling something. You were moved. I I was really, I really was. I was really moved in and it's those experiences that mean the world to me. And, and, I, and this team is, is part of why I get to feel those things. And so I just, I think of the potential of this project and yes, it's its first year and we're hoping, you know, we'll, we'll grow it. It'll be amazing and oh, we'll yeah. figure out another title. May not be next year, but maybe the year after. I don't know. That, I mean, <laughs> yeah, there's- it takes work. Right, there's the potential, <laughs> but just the idea of making these connections and building community and sharing voices and sharing opinions and also looking at, like Dana said, the parallels between this book, which was written years ago, and the current environment that we're living in and learning the lessons that we should be taking away from the book. So it's more than just, you know, oh, we're reading a great piece of science fiction. And it's by a black lady, you know. That too. (laughs) (laughs) Well, clearly there's all kinds of uh, science fiction and science fiction authors, but it's still noteworthy to say 
an African-American or black science fiction writer, it's still could be surprising to yeah. people. Yeah. And I personally feel like she was way ahead of her time. Oh, yeah. Right. And so folks are discovering her now and she's passed on and, you know, rest rest in power, Octavia Butler. And that saddens me. Like, I really wish that she was here to see just kind of this influence that she is now having and younger generations are discovering her and hearing her voice. And I wish she could be here for it. I think she knows. Yeah. She knows. She knows. So we made the decision as a team. There are some folks who can finish a book and be ready to talk about it right in a month. Like there's folks (laughs) who participate in monthly book clubs and I'm envious because I'll start the book and then I can't get through it. (laughs) I mean, life happens, right? We all have things. And so I don't always feel super comfortable going to the discussion about the book because I haven't finished and I I have all of these personal things like I'm not going to be able to follow along or I won't know what people are talking about. And so we thought it would be great if we broke the book up into two pieces. So there are branches who will be having discussions in February, which will be the first part of the book. So chapters one through 12. And then in March, they'll discuss the second part of the book, chapters 13 through 25. And then we do have two branches, the main library and the Oro Valley Library, who will have discussions in February, and that will be discussing the entire book. So for who folks who can get through the book and are ready to talk about it, we'll have those opportunities. And then we are going to have two online conversations via Twitter. And so we'll have one in February and one in March as well. And that information is on our one book page on the library's website so folks can see what branches those discussions are going to be held at the times and see which one works best for their schedule so we're really excited about that very yes was there anything that surprised you about the process of forming the kindred team you know what i think was great is that dana and i knew each other and had worked together And then the other members of the team were new folks for me. Like, I didn't know them personally. I hadn't worked in branches with them. And I don't know if you had either. Um, With Angela. I've been her. I'm old. I've been in the system 17 years. So Yeah, so you have, she, she has some more history in the system. But what I find really amazing is that we said to these folks, would you be interested in this thing if we tried it out? Right. It really was like, let's try this out. We're going to start small and let's see what happens. Mm -hmm. And from our first meeting, it was just it was like we'd known each other, worked together, had done projects. We were all looking in the same direction and we all understood and had the belief that we are a team of action. Like this isn't going to be a team that meets once a month and we're going to sit and talk and just talk in circles about ideas and projects like we have work to do. Our time is valuable and we're going to be organized When we say we're going to do something, we're going to get it done. And that was from the first time we met. And we have been doing that since day one. Yeah. And there's only six of us. So. Wow. Yeah. And, (laughs) you know, small group, but, you know, out of what, 600 Mm -hmm. or so employees of the system. Like you're looking at half (laughs) in that team. (laughs) So, um, yeah, it's a labor of love for us. We're small a small team, but we are mighty. Very. Um, And I am very proud of the work that we've done. I deeply respect and I adore each woman that's in this team, which I also love is that, you know, it's a group of strong black women who have come together to 
support the black community within Pima County, but also within our library system. And so, like Dana said, it's a labor of love and it's something we are deeply passionate about. And there are times when the work feels heavy and the, mm. the labor is the labor is rough, but we are committed to it. It means a lot to us. And we know that there is a purpose and there is a plan and that there is the reason why we have formed this team and why we were all put together to do this work. And so we're super excited. Are you willing to talk about some of the challenges or the rough work? Sure. Yeah. I would say um, one of the biggest things is just finding a constant source of funding for us. We partnered up with Nuestras Raices last year to have Tani Sanchez do a discussion panel. And, you know, we had to team up because we didn't have our money right just yet. So I would say that's kind of one thing you have to keep in mind when you're doing something like this. Make sure you've got people who you can partner with, not just in terms of funding, but just, you know, oh, you have similar goals and and you can help each other out. So yeah, I would say that. I think also um, establishing boundaries for our team especially in terms of this project. We've had to be very clear about this project is our work. This is the goal of the project. And so there have been times when we've had to say, we appreciate your support, but we would appreciate if you didn't do that. (laughs) (laughs) You can do this, but don't do that. Or, you know, have a conversation with us about how you can support us as opposed to making assumptions that we need you to save us or, you know, those sorts of things. And and those are difficult conversations. I'm going to be honest, when you're the one in the room, sometimes you know that you're going to have to say something, but in your mind, you say it like 15 times because you want to make sure when it comes out, you don't have hurt feelings. You don't have tone. You don't have, you're not coming across as an angry black woman, no right? Like you, you, right. There's you, you have your body language, you know, uh, there, there's extra work that we as women of color have to do, especially in a professional setting and, and our team. So think if we're a team of six black women, right. Mm. Then that means our team also has to do that work. And so that can be trying, Ooh, that, yes. that can be really trying, but that's also our reality in and out of the library. That's the world we live in, that's the life we live. And, you know, I think we do it and we do it well, but there are times when we're just like, just wanna Ooh, yes. kick all the things. <laughs> you know, just like, <laughs> throw it on the I'm ground. gonna go, I'm going to McDonald's to eat my feelings. Um, but, so but, angry. <laughs> yeah, but th- that's, you know, that because you love the work and you know that there is a purpose and it's a purpose bigger than you, you, you know that today might be a bad day and that tomorrow's going to be better or that's the beauty of having this space um the team we've created is our safe space we talk about it being our trust tree so we can have conversations about the things that we're struggling with or the experiences that we have and know that i can take the load off my back and hand it to dana and she's going to carry it for me for a while and that is it's nice to have that because i didn't have that before yeah, me we formed this team so that means a lot to me I got the feels. <laughs> I think uh, it's it's great because it just helped our friendship too, and it helped us also strengthen our work relationship. And I think it's done that for the other ladies and the team too. I I can't speak for everyone in the group, but I I think we all feel the same way. Where it's you have this friend. It's not just a coworker. 
and in a way a family member and yeah. and you know they have your back and they want the best for you and they want the best for our community and so we just we do what we do yeah. we do what we do and it's great it is <laughs> really excited i love it i love it very much thank you for sharing just the hard work thanks for asking and giving us the opportunity yeah yeah we appreciate that sometimes it is just the acknowledgement right like yeah, the opportunity push, to say you know it keeps you keeps you going because it can it can be trying you know i wake up some mornings like oh my gosh what would my ancestors do <laughs> you know if they can survive the middle passage i got this right dana with the words of wisdom sometimes i'm just like dana that it's sleep deprivation h- help <laughs> help me <laughs> do the thing um but yeah i I think we know how unique our team is and how precious the space is that we've created, right, for each other. You know, we have our meetings are great. We meet once a month for two hours. And sometimes it's hard to get that two hours yeah. for all of us. You know, we we all work at branches that are busy branches. We have multiple teams that we belong to. This isn't the only team we are committed to. And so you know, we the time is precious, so we use those two hours to its fullest, but we make sure that part of that two hours is, okay, what do you need to get off your chest? Yeah, what can we help foremost. you with? Because that was really important that we had this space, and that's part of being each other's support system is to to give the opportunity for that. I, I think we do great. We do. Yeah, we're, we're fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? We're also really excited about if, in talking about our projects and the work that we're doing is bringing library programming to the Dunbar Center. January, we had our first program with the Wellness Council of Arizona, and we have a program coming up on the 9th. It's Poetry Slam. It's for teens to learn how to write poetry and then how to perform their piece of work. So we have programs scheduled between now and the end of March, and then we're working on April, May, and June. That's what is really exciting for us, too, in addition to this project. So we have a lot of Things go. We have a lot of yeah. things going on, not just the one book, one community, but it's a great way to bring the black community back to this space that's really important to our history in Tucson. And so I'm really excited about the potential for that. We have gardening. We have DJ class. DJ. We have um, Dr. Michael Ings, who's going to do a piece on the 23rd of February about the history of black Tucsonans. We have, we're, we're just great. I mean, I don't mean to brag, but maybe I do. No, but <laughs> it's, it's fine. It's fine. No, I d- we just, we're really excited about being, being a part of this space and the revitalization of this particular space, but also sharing our love of the library with the community on a wider, on a wider range, wider spectrum. So yeah, maybe, maybe one project is, uh, maybe we could have our own show on KXCI one of these days. <gasps> maybe. I don't know. <laughs> We'll talk it over with the team. We can do that. (laughs) So that information also is available on the library's website under the events section of the library's website. So you'll see the programs that we're hosting at Dunbar listed there. And if there's registration, you can register right on the library's website for that because some of them do have limited space. So we're doing it. We're doing it. But you can find some great information, commentary about books, book lists, um, links to other articles that our team is putting together and has put together in the past on the library's website. Our team Kindred has a page. And so we put together lists like new 
books written by black authors and or feature black characters. We have a list that's adult and teen items. And then we have a list that's children's items. And we try to do that monthly. So as part of our teamwork, we um, make suggestions to our collection development office about what title should be ordered and added to our collection. And so then as a way of promoting those new titles, we create these lists and topic guides and genre guides. So there's a lot of really great information that our team has put together that's available on the library's website too that folks can access. And then they can always, if they have questions, email Ask a Librarian and they'll forward that to our team. And we uh, got a question, I think it was about a week ago, from a local teacher and she had a black female student, teen, who had read a couple of books and she listed the titles and she said, I don't know kind of what to suggest for her to read next. Can you offer some suggestions? And so the reference librarians at the main library forwarded that to us and we worked on that to offer some suggestions for the teacher to share with her students. So we enjoy that type of work as well. So we offer that opportunity to those in the community who might be interested. And also internally, it's really great that there is a resource for library personnel to access on their own without, if they're lucky enough to have a black person at their branch, you know, probably just one, they're not turning to that person all the time like, oh, what should I do for Black History Month or what title should I suggest? It's not always, the onus isn't always on the one person who may be there. They can take it upon themselves to go to our site and just look and think, oh, well, this might be nice or whatever, and just sort of make an effort to educate themselves on their own. That's part of the reason, you know, it's hard to be put on the spot. Like if you are the lone person of color in a group, like Tanisha was saying, I'm just going to piggyback on that. You know, oh, what does on fleek mean or something like that? And then all eyes are on the one (laughs) dark person looking to explain. And it's just nice if, say, if you aren't a person of color and you feel awkward, just you know, head over to our uh, our page and take a gander. And Any final thoughts? Take it away. I would just like to say thank you to Holly Schaefer in our communication and systems office for helping us promote the project. She has done an incredible job getting the press release out, getting our marketing materials out, Renee Bibby and Alex Lyon at my branch for creating marketing materials for us. And to folks like you, for giving us the opportunity, one, to share about our team and and talk about our work and why it's important. We're really appreciative for this space and the time. So I'd like to say thank you for that. And thank you, Amy. Yes, and Amy, Amy Rusk, Rusk for being our administrative liaison and supporting us and being our honorary... Um, African-American. <laughs> honorary black girl. Um, she was born in Africa. <laughs> she is... Uh, you. Know, what did we say at our meeting? She's the only one of us that's actually like of the motherland motherland. (laughs) but she has been really helpful in helping us have that connection with library administration and taking some of our our ideas and our thoughts to those meetings that we may not be invited to and so we are really appreciative for that support as well absolutely thank you for listening to 30 minutes on 91.3 kxci tucson my guests today have been tanisha phillips and dana moore They're part of the Pima County Public Library's Kindred team. 
which among many things that they're doing that you've just heard about, they have launched one book, one community. You can learn about that project in which the community is reading Octavia Butler's award-winning Parable of the Sower, which marked its 25th anniversary this year. So the community is reading that book, but there's also, as you can hear, many resources for the community to learn about black literature. Yeah, exactly. Thank you.